This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Libby is enjoying her Victoria Day. She will be back tomorrow. Great to be with you here on this unofficial start to the summer, Victoria Day, May 20th. And let me just say, before we get going here, go Raptors. That double overtime game last night was so intense, but the Raptors never gave up, and I am certain that's why they finally won. That and superstar Kawhi Leonard. What a champion. We are certainly very lucky to have him. We hope he stays. We know he is here until the end of the season, which uh, we're hoping is this series and then the championship series. One more to go tomorrow night, next game. Okay, we move on. Victoria Day, traditionally seen as the unofficial kickoff to summer. And uh, if you're like most of us here in Southern Ontario, it feels like it has been a very long winter and spring. And so with that in mind, we want to celebrate. What are you doing this summer? Higher gas prices might be forcing you to rethink plans and go for shorter distance destinations. And of course, air travel is always expensive during peak periods. So what are you planning to do to relax and yet save some money? Are you a cottage person? Maybe you opened your cottage this weekend. Do you have a timeshare? Do you love your backyard and save the driving time by visiting destinations right here in Ontario, southern Ontario, Toronto? In fact, Charles Barkley was saying yesterday before the Raptors game, he was in Jurassic Park visiting Toronto, and he said he comes to Toronto every summer. He says it's a gem. He loves to visit here, and it's kind of a a hidden secret. So if people around the world are coveting their vacations to Toronto, why shouldn't we enjoy our own backyard? 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Love to have you join us to give us your vacation ideas. What makes the perfect vacation for you? Is it a staycation? Uh, Is it a combination of a staycation and going away? 416-360-0740. Toll free. We are live today. 1-866-740-4740. Joining us with some fun but money-saving suggestions, Troy Young is on the line. He is the CEO of Attractions Ontario. Troy, welcome. Thanks for having me, Jane. Happy to be here. Great. Well, what's the best part of enjoying vacation in Ontario, since this is your area of expertise? Well, I've been doing this for 15 years now, and I've gotten to see parts of this province I never thought I would see. Uh, There's so much to see and do here. You know, Canada is pretty much on everybody in the world's bucket list. Uh, It shows up on every list of places of uh, people eventually want to come to. We're like, why eventually? Why not come right now? But uh, when we look at Ontario, too, pretty much anything you could want to see and do is right here in this province. So I've got a whole list of things that I would love to be able to share with your listeners about. Wonderful. And I'd like to go over every, you know, 
attraction by attraction. And I guess I, I wasn't thinking about this earlier, but when you think about years gone by and people coming to Ontario to see the great attractions, Niagara Falls is one of the wonders of the world, and it is still an amazing destination. Well, it's funny that you mentioned Niagara Falls, because actually one of my favorite hidden gems in all of Ontario is down in Niagara Falls. It's the Whitewater Walk. Are you familiar with the Whitewater no. Walk? No. Tell us about it. No, oh, the Whitewater Walk. So it's run by Niagara Parks, and it's right there on the Niagara Parkway as you've gone north out of Niagara Falls, heading up towards uh, Niagara-on-the-Lake. Mm-hmm. And you can actually get right down to the edge of the Class 6 rapids that go through the Niagara River. It's the closest you can actually get to them, and it's mesmerizing. Anytime we've had anybody... Uh, that's come this way, I've said, listen, you're, I'm taking you to the Whitewater Walk, and we've gone down, and everybody's been blown away. So to me, it is one of the hidden gems. Uh, the only other way to really get up close to see those rapids, you can either take a Whirlpool jet boat tour, which is also a lot of fun, uh, or you can go with a Niagara helicopter ride over top of them. But if you want to get close to them, go to the Whitewater Walk, my hidden gem in southern Ontario. And in terms of strategy when you visit Niagara Falls, when when is the best time to go? Do we need to book these tickets in advance? Because we've all been there when it seems like half the world is also there, and that can take a little bit of the enjoyment factor out of it. Well, for a place like the Whitewater Walk, I, I don't think you're ever going to run into to huge crowds uh, there. It, like I said, it, it is a little bit out of the beaten path. It, it's past Niagara Falls proper. If you're familiar with the area at all, it's kind of between uh, Niagara Falls itself and Great Wolf Lodge, another great attraction down there. Mm-hmm. They've got their new cottages this summer opening up. Um, but yeah, you just find it. You you probably wouldn't even recognize or know that you were there. Uh, as you're driving up the parkway, like I said, if you're familiar with it at all, you'll pass a great big Buddhist temple. It's literally across the road from the Buddhist temple where you can go to get the uh, white access to the Whitewater Walk, and it is relatively remote. Never a lot of people there, not that I've seen in my experience anyway. So, yeah, by all means, check it out. The Whitewater Walk sounds good. And and since we're down in that area of the province at the moment, uh, we also, you mentioned Niagara-on-the-Lake, all of the wine tours. There really are so many wineries now in that part of the province. You, You can spend an entire week seeing different wineries. Oh, yeah. We just did a wine tour last um end of the summer last year, and it was phenomenal. And I don't know, my very first wine tour experience, we went all the way to California to go to have it. You know, we, we tend to overlook what's right here in our own backyard. And after having gone to one in California, we decided, you know what, let's take a look at what we've got right here. And it's comparable. No, they don't have to uh, take a backseat to anybody. Some of the wineries, they're just so elaborate and extensive in the wines and the food pairing that they're offering, and you can do that all right here. Just, you know, it can either be a day trip out of the city or, you know, spend the weekend. That's what we did. We went down and got a a bed and breakfast and, and got to experience all the wines up close. So, yeah, definitely something uh, to see, and it's not just Niagara for wines. We've got you know the the Peely Island area, Lake Erie North Shore down towards Windsor. We've got some exceptional wines. Prince Edward County, 
some more exceptional wines, and we've got more wine areas coming on board all the time. So when we think wines, yes, our first thought is Niagara, but it's not the only spot uh, to go and see wines uh, in and around uh, the province. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up as well. It, It used to be that the Ontario wines were, people would laugh at them, you know, they weren't all that good, but now the wines are extremely drinkable and comparable to some of the best wines in the world. Well, you know what? I, I remember uh, watching a video uh, by wine expert Tony Aspler. I don't know if you yes. know Tony. Yes. yes, and he was saying, you know what, people often drink the label, not what's in the bottle. And he was talking about the wine regions in the world and saying, you know, everybody talks about France and Italy and Germany. Yes, they make some great wines. They also make a lot of garbage wines in those parts <laughs> of the world too, right? Right. And if you go back 30, 40 years, you're right. You know, our local grapes that we had and things of that nature, maybe the wines weren't there. But there has been a concerted effort over the years by the winemakers down there to be introducing new varietals and new grapes and really have developed some great wines that are perfect for this region. Oh, that's wonderful. And my husband and I have done some of the wine and food pairings as well in the Niagara area. And never a disappointment. And just, you know, just a little bit of a, a taste of something, a d- different cheeses, different crackers that are paired uh, exceptionally well by the vintners and uh, and 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 for a fraction of what you would think it would be I mean fifteen dollars to spend an hour or an hour and a half to have um, to have a lesson about the wines and then to have the taste of the wine with the food like the value and of course they want you to buy a lot of bottles of wine when you leave but the value of the experience is really immeasurable well and it's a great way to suddenly be introduced to your new favorite wine too right right uh, a number of these uh, brands are available at the LCBO or the wine rack locations and places like that around. So why not? You might find your, your new favorite. Yes. Okay. We could talk about wine probably for a half hour here, but we will we'll continue our trip around the province. And please join in the conversation. It's Jane for Libby, Zoomer Radio's Fight Back, 416-360-0740, toll free, 1-866-740-4740. It's sort of a gentle version of fight back today since it is a holiday. We're taking it easy. We're thinking about things that we can do here in the province, in the city of Toronto, uh, for staycations, to save money, but still have a great relaxing time and a time to disconnect from your regular routine. What are you planning to do this summer? 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-744-740. Troy Young is on the line with us. He's with Attractions Ontario, CEO of Attractions Ontario. Uh, we So we've covered kind of uh, the Southern Wine Band as well as Niagara Falls. Uh, shall we venture a little bit uh, farther north, maybe up into Muskoka? Uh, oh, I've got all sorts of places sure. that I want to cover today. Okay. But before I do that, I want to put in a little bit of plug for Attractions Ontario, if I may. Absolutely. You mentioned uh, saving money. Well, Attractions Ontario, we produce our passport magazine and coupon book every year. All those coupons are also available on our website, attractionsontario.ca, and we have over $1,500 worth of savings to some of the best attractions in this province. So if you are thinking of staying and you are trying to explore and find things to do, check to see if there's a coupon first, attractionsontario.ca coupons. We've got 
great summer contest that we're doing right now. Our grand prize is uh, this week is at Canada's Wonderland, and to get to stay at the, the Aloft Hotel up near Canada's Wonderland. But we also have special events listed. So if you're trying to figure out what day of the summer you particularly want to go visit an area, check with us to see if there's an event going on. Uh, we've also just come up with a brand new website called OntarioRoadTrips.ca, where you can design your own road trip. Just say, I want to start here, and this is where I want to go, and all the attractions that will come up along the list, and you can just highlight them and pick them and add them, and it will print out for you uh, or or email to you uh, the directions on how to make that happen, as well as we have some curated road trips around the province that you can look at if you're looking for suggestions. Oh, it's sort of like a modern version of the triptych. Pretty much, exactly. That's what we were hoping for. Excellent. AttractionsOntario.ca and OntarioRoadTrips.ca. Great, Troy. And and you mentioned about Canada's Wonderland. Uh, yeah. What is that experience like these days for those who haven't been there in a few years? Wow. Uh, I, I haven't been there yet this year. Their new Yukon Striker is now open, this uh, massive roller coaster investment that, you know, a couple of my staff were up there, and they thought it was just amazing. So if you're a coaster fanatic, you've got to get to Canada's Wonderland. But they have been adding new attractions uh, every couple of years and big, significant ones. So if you haven't been in a long time, you're not going to recognize the place when you get there. Uh, there's so many more awesome things. It has become call- almost like a roller coaster mecca. So there are actually you know, roller coaster enthusiasts that will travel all over North America to see the different parks and go in and and just ride these roller coasters. And Canada's Wonderland is on their list as one of the best places for roller coasters in the entire continent. So, and we got it right here. If you haven't been in a while, go check it out. In Vaughan, the city above Toronto, not so far away for those of us uh, here who live in the city. A great staycation idea. Um, Shall we head farther north and and go up to Muskoka, Algonquin? What are the best ways to enjoy those parts of the province, say, if you don't have a cottage? And, And for those cottagers who do have places up there, give us a call. Tell us the best spots without giving away your hidden gems, uh, the best places to see in that part of Ontario. Well, I can tell you my favorite weekend getaway from Toronto, and it's not quite up in Muskoka, it's up in Collingwood area. My favorite weekend getaway has been go to Scenic Caves first in Collingwood. You've got the old caves that you can go and explore there, but they also have treetop walks. They have zip lines. They have a, a zip line that's almost a kilometer long. You literally jump off the escarpment and go. It's phenomenal. Uh, so I start out at Scenic Caves. Stay at the Village of Blue. I prefer the Westin right there at the Village of Blue Mountain. Yes. But uh, there's other options there for you. But then the, the the adventure park that they have there, the dining and the bars and the shopping. If you're there with kids, it's great. If you're there without kids, I would add Scandinav Spa as well to my itinerary. We did that a couple of years ago. It was phenomenal. That is my favorite two-hour um destination away from Toronto. It's a great, solid weekend of fun. Yeah, Collingwood the, Collingwood has it all, whether it's winter or summer. It's just a fantastic destination. Well, and that's it. And I've actually spent more time there in the summer than in the winter. I mean, most people are familiar with going up to Blue Mountain as a winter destination. But for me, summer's where it's at. And in terms of experiencing Algonquin Park, uh, then we're heading sort of north and east to Huntsville. 
Yes, I mean we've got a number of uh, attractions up in the the Muskokas in the Huntsville area. You know, uh, Muskoka Heritage Place comes to mind. But I would even want to take us a little bit further north. I want to, us to experience true northern Ontario, right? Because. I mean, we have no problems getting in the car and driving four hours down to Windsor, which is a great place to visit as well, or four hours east to go up to Ottawa. But you know what? In the same length of time in the the car, you can be in Sudbury. And most people don't think about that. No, that's absolutely true. You always think of Sudbury as being farther away. And it's not. It's equally as accessible as any of these places. And, of course, with Porter Airlines flying at a Billy Bishop now, so many northern Ontario cities are accessible. Um, but for me, you get up to Sudbury, you've got places like Science North and Dynamic Earth. Dynamic Earth tells you all about how the Earth was formed and the mining that goes on up there. Hmm. Science North is built right out on the lake. It's just such a beautiful location, and it's a great city. There's a lot of... Uh, Great restaurants. I was I was actually blown away when I went up there because I didn't expect it to be really so vibrant and cosmopolitan as it is. So well, good for them because they've really turned around the image of Sudbury. Then yeah, no, Sudbury to me is one of those must see places. If you're willing to get in the car and drive to Ottawa, get in the car and drive up to Sudbury. But that's just that's your introduction to Northern Ontario. Okay. You know, I went I went up in Timmins. Uh, I think two years ago now, and I didn't know what to expect out of Timmins. I mean, I'd been doing this a long time. I knew what was in Timmins, but I'd never gone to experience it in Timmins. It was phenomenal. What a great spot with so much outdoor adventure activities to do. I mean, they have their great Canadian kayak festival later on in the summer. Well worth checking out. We stayed at a place called Cedar Meadows, which was an amazing spa. But it just the city itself was just this hidden little gem in northern Ontario. But then I also like Sault Ste. Marie. Been there a number of times, too. The Agua Canyon Tour Train is one of the must-see attractions in this province. Uh, I mean, most of the, the activity goes on during the fall colors. They could do the fall color tour up through northern Ontario on this uh, train. But I also like things like the Bush Plain Heritage Museum in Sault Ste. Marie, which tells you all about the Bush Plains and the, the firefighting activities that go on throughout northern Ontario. It's phenomenal. And then getting up as far as Thunder Bay, mm-hmm. uh, you got Kekabeka Falls, which is actually higher than Niagara Falls. Uh, and you've got places like Fort William, the Sleeping Giant Park. I mean, there's so much that we can see and do. Um, Sudbury, you can easily get to in four hours driving. All these other places are easily accessible uh, by uh, relatively inexpensive flights these days. Flights, or I guess Sault Ste. Marie would be about a 10-hour drive, probably, right? I think it's closer to eight. Uh, yeah, but, uh, okay, so yeah, it's, it's I mean, still a day trip. how far you wanted to go and sure. how much time you were willing to say, hey, remember, use the OntarioRoadTrips.ca planner, it'll tell you exactly how long it All right, let's, let's come back more into the central part of the province. A visit to Ottawa. Um, yes. You know, we all go now and again. It is the nation's capital. Uh, what does it have to offer now in the summer that, again, maybe we haven't been there in 10 years? Well, to me, Byward Market is one of my favorite places to explore. I love going up to Ottawa and doing that. 
But I think what really sets Ottawa apart from everything is all the museums and the galleries, right? Like the National Gallery of Canada is a must-see. I mean, it is our natural national art gallery, and everybody should go to it once. There's so much there of Canadian art uh, that's on display. But even the museums, right, whether it's the Museum of Nature, the Museum of Civilization, the, the War Museum, like these are big, massive museums, or even the, the smaller local byword or Byward Museum, like it's just so many things culturally, uh, food, uh, great places to stay. I mean, walking up and down along the Rideau Canal, it is just phenomenal. And you can just north of there, if you're a little bit more adventurous and want to get out. I mean, obviously, there's all the whitewater rafting companies we have, uh, wilderness tours. Um, Owl rafting. I don't want to miss anybody, but there's also an Ottawa City rafting. You can go rafting closer to the the, the city itself. Lots of great things to do. Wonderful. Um, yeah, and, and and I just want to touch before we come back because we do need to spend a couple of minutes on the things to see here in our great city of Toronto. But coming south from Ottawa, um, I think about uh, Kingston, of course, and Gananoque. All kinds of wonderful water areas to visit. Yeah, well, hey, you know what? Getting out on the waterway there, get, taking a boat tour up and down through the Thousand Islands, I've done that numerous times. It is phenomenal. Love doing it. Uh, there's even different things on the Rideau Canal itself, too. Different tour operators that are operating there, Rideau Tours. I mean, La Boat just came in, and you can go and rent a, a large boat with your family and explore that whole region. But I think Kingston, too, is one of the great places to visit. You know, the Limestone City, the, the great old architecture in the downtown core. And one of my favorite things to do when I'm in Kingston, Haunted Walk Tour. I love taking uh, Haunted yes, Walk Tour. Yes. And they've got... Uh, they, the our organization Haunted Walks uh, does uh, tours in Kingston. They also do them in Ottawa, since we mentioned Ottawa. And you want to know what they do right here in Toronto? They do them here in Toronto as well. So Haunted Walks are in those three locations, well worth going and exploring. I've done them in Kingston and in Ottawa. I haven't done it here in Toronto yet, but it's been a, a great experience. Did you see any ghosts? I didn't see any ghosts. <laughs> Did you feel any ghosts? Because sometimes we feel their presence, right? Well, you know what? I've got a couple <laughs> people that work with me that are absolutely terrified of ghosts, and they were, wouldn't even go on the tour. Oh, really? So, yes. It takes you into some some pretty interesting and supposedly haunted places. Wow. Yeah. So uh, apparently one of the most haunted places are in Ontario is at... Um, Fort Henry in Kingston. Yes, so uh, yes. that's always a great spot to go check out, too, when you're in the Kingston area. Okay, in our very own city of Toronto, uh, we talk about uh, water destinations. Our best feature, arguably, is the lake and the, and harbor front. Uh, that could get us started in a conversation about this city. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love going down to Harborfront in the summer. There's always so many things going on down there. But if you want to talk about some specific attractions and things to do right in Toronto, I'm going to talk about some hidden gems. Uh, have you been on a Segway tour down in the distillery district? Yes, I, I know. I haven't done it myself, but I've seen it in action. Yeah, well, go try it out. 
I mean, everybody should try a Segway at least once. It's far easier than you think. Yes. And once you get going on it, it's so much fun. And the the tour in the distillery district is great. They also do it up if you want to get out uh, into the woods. You can do it up at uh, Horseshoe Resort near Barrie. The same people that operate the one at the distillery district operate up there. So you can go and do both of those locations. But then there's places like Evergreen Brickworks you can take your family to or Fort York. Um, I'm taking my uh, daughter this year to Black Creek Pioneer Village. I mean, uh, they've got a microbrewery on site now, and you can get there with the new TTC stop that gets you off right at Pioneer Village. So great opportunities to, to get out and explore different things in the city. But I'm gonna, this is going to sound like an oxymoron, but I think the greatest hidden gem for residents that live here in Toronto is the CN Tower. Uh, well, I was going to ask you about the CN Tower. When's the last time you were up in the CN Tower? Uh, well, within 10 years, I think. Okay, within 10 years. Yes. That's the thing. I mean, most people, we can all see it. I, I can see it from my front porch. How many Torontonians actually take the time to go up it? Only when we have visitors from other countries, <laughs> yes. truly. And everybody knows it, and everybody wants to come and see it as one of the most visited attractions in Ontario. And to me... The best way to do it, go dine at 360 Restaurant. Because if you get a, a table at 360 Restaurant, you don't have to pay to go up the tower. Right. So you get up the tower for free, and you get one of the most unique dining experiences you're going to get in this city. Yeah, what a wonderful way to celebrate an anniversary or a milestone birthday uh, or a new relationship. Uh, you know, any there's all kinds of occasions. You're, you take somebody there on a first date, you're going to impress them. I think so. I think but, so. Uh, I know I took my parents there for their 50th wedding anniversary. Oh, and lovely. We've had other, I took my wife there for her 40th uh, birthday, too. So, yeah, always great things there. And uh, any Anybody that's gone and done it has been blown away. So we try to bring any guests that we have that come to the city, we take them to CN Tower because most people here in the city don't even think about going up it. It's phenomenal. Troy, I have enjoyed our conversation very much. Thank you for coming on Zoomer Radio today. Thank you very much. Troy Young is the CEO of Attractions Ontario. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.